everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the Lex Talk. I have my BFF, LLP, known as Lesbian Life Partner, Carly Miller, on today's podcast. And we're just going to have some fun. We've been friends since kindergarten, which is, I'm not even going to add up the years, 20 plus years uh, knowing each other. And uh, we got lots of stories. We got lots of topics to go over. So I'm not even going to tell you what we're going to talk about. It's just going to flow. So... Welcome, Carly. Hi. Hi. Um, Bold move bringing me on so soon <laughs> in the situation. Oh, it'll be fine. Um, so we're going to start off by taking a shot together because I've never drank on the podcast. What are you taking a shot of? I'm taking a shot of tequila just for you. Same, same. And that's all because I that's the only thing I had. Other than gin, and I'm not going to take a shot of gin. Oof. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so. Cheers. One, cheers. One, two, three. Oh. Actually, that wasn't too bad. Actually, that just turned this Ooh. day around. That just turned this day around. I don't know about you, but that yeah. just turned my day around. Woo! All right. So. I'm going to open with, and maybe this will open the floodgates to some really funny stuff, but, and I think it's fitting because I have in front of me, uh, our yearbook from 1998, 1999 school year at St. Lucie's Catholic church in Campbell, California. And it's a very fitting title called memory lane (laughs) (laughs) and Carly liked to uh get raw I guess you could oh say God. in her your yearbook entries so this is what she wrote to me dear my BFF hey what's up my sister girl I can't wait till you and Chad get together I hope you have fun in Europe and Mexico no worries I wouldn't ditch you I'll always love you you should let yourself all out even those tits of yours we'll see you soon love always your BF Carly Miller <laughs> You know, consistency, and I've said this my whole life, consistency is key. I would still write that in your yearbook. (laughs) I know you would. I know you would. I mean. Uh, But yeah, we had, we, we met in the, in kindergarten and just to give you guys a little background and kindergarten through eighth, eighth grade go, went strong, you know, highs, lows, all of it. Uh, then Separated in high school. I feel like I'm talking about like a long-term relationship. <laughs> Separated for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it is really what it is. I, it was. It was, uh, a, it was such a mild separation. It was a long-distance relationship. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we separated for a little bit. I went to uh, Archbishop Mini, the co-ed Catholic high school, and you went to presentation, the all-girls Catholic high school, which was short-lived. Yeah. Uh, and then... Carly got Carly got the the little taste of public school in her uh, by transferring to Branham, and that's when we uh, really reconnected and started hanging out again. So it was a very short lived break, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and then came together again in college, and then you know the rest is history. Now we're yeah, old. Chico, now we're like thirty five. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I'll be 35 in 10 days. It's been a 35-year relationship, just kidding. 
Yeah. Oh, and side note, uh, I'd really like to say happy birthday to our, our girl, Jen. Uh, our girl, Jen. Uh, she is uh, my fellow October baby. Uh, we met her in uh, what? I met mm-hmm. her. I met Jen in fifth grade uh, playing softball. And this is, again, because of how long we've all been friends. There's so many overlaps, of, especially because of the Catholic high school system and yeah how our area at the time everything was so small and so we all became friends you know at such a young age yeah funny um so happy birthday jen uh she was on the podcast episode like two no three three i think yeah i won't take it personally (laughs) (laughs) um all right let's touch a little bit on uh how was covid affecting you um so Carly is in, she's been in the uh, bartending restaurant industry since college and it's really been her passion and she's done behind the bar. She's done restaurant management um, and most recently uh, was Bon Appetit uh, catering for Oracle. So she's kind of had her feet in a little bit of everything in the industry so far. So um, just real quick touch on how that's been for you because I mean it's it's been the industry that's been affected the most um yeah I mean to say the least it's been like brutal to watch like it's been brutal to watch like as an outsider of restaurants now um uh-huh. you see like how the mighty have fallen um yeah unfortunately you know big big names have had to like close up shop which is just like devastating because it's such a culture and it's the industry itself is super overlapping and totally like insular so it's hard to mm-hmm. like even though you're not necessarily in it like you're slightly removed and it's just it's a bummer to watch but yeah. i think you know it's been really nice to also on the other hand see like restaurants like pivoting and adapting and still like going to work putting themselves in, you know, a tougher position to possibly contract it, but to go to work, hustle for their cash and, you know, serve their friends and serve their guests. And it's, um, but I mean, from a corporate level, it's, it's definitely a weird time because of where I work currently or lack thereof. So I was furloughed uh, about a month ago, um, which a lot of people in my industry had had happen. Um, up until about a month ago, we were fully supported by our client Oracle, which was a godsend when I was really watching the first initial situation of this all kind of come down. It was really hard to watch, but I was so thankful that Oracle was, you know, going to hold out for us and, you know, support, you know, the guests and support support the service that we offer to the guests at Oracle. Um, and then uh, we found out not too long ago that Oracle will probably not be bringing us back until there's a vaccine, um, which is right on the business because it's really, there's so many, so many opportunities to pass it now. And without a vaccine, it's kind of risky. And, um, you know, I hope to go back and, you know, most recently I was throwing, throwing big parties at Oracle and I would kill to throw a 500 person event where, you know, you'd be sweating, running around, yeah. hella stressed out. <laughs> like I would, I would kill for that right now. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been interesting. Girl, I don't mess around. She no, mess man. Around. Uh, I'm a pre- yeah, pressure player. So I like to, I like to get my hands <laughs> dirty and I like to work. So it's, 
I'm hoping it comes back. I'm, you know, I'm hopeful. And, you know, it's also nice to see like the, the family owned, you know, make it through and I yeah. hope they continue to survive. So this just reminded me, I was like, what was our first, what was your first dabble in the industry? And it was when we worked at Capers. Yeah. <laughs> we worked at Capers and Campbell and we were hostesses and God, we were terrible at all job. All we did was want to like talk to the bartenders, talk to each other. We were very- Trying to drink, trying to yeah. drinks because we were underage. Oh, and for sure. on the job. Alexis got the job first. You got the job first and you were like, come work with me. And then like, all of a sudden, like we figured out we couldn't take weekends off together because then they would have no one to work. And then we were like, oh, <laughs> that's how this works. Like I can't yeah. hang out with my homies and work. So uh, that was, and I mean, I worked there for a little bit. We worked there for a while, like at least a year, at least, at least. Oh a yeah, year. at least. And then Abby, he was like this grumpy <sighs> old man. That was the manager that would like, he like loved us because we were like these young, cute girls. But like, he also hated us because we were terrible at our job. Well, I was terrible yeah. at my job. It was really just like <laughs> learning how to like appease. It, you learned really quickly how to appease people and play the game. I learned yeah, really quick I didn't, how, I to, how didn't to learn care. how to play the game. You just didn't yeah. care. I was like, oh, I, I didn't care. I was like, yeah. oh, you don't have your table. You, you made a reservation. It's not ready. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to sit over here and uh, clean these menus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Make no eye. Your... Don't make eye contact don't... with the people who come in the front door. Uh, I don't see you. Yeah. Can they see me? Yeah, that's kind of how you yeah. roll. It's all right. But that oh was my God. that was my first restaurant job, and I mean, it probably I probably had it in my blood early because good old Joan, she would throw these parties, and I would go over there and I'd do the dishes and help Joan is serve. her grandmother, by the way. Yeah, Joan is my just for both. Yeah, she, you know, I she threw like these socialite parties in Saratoga and I would always go help. And I mean, I learned how to make my first drink there. Like it started early, but it was, I think it was just ultimately destiny. And then obviously mom and dad, dad being the chef and mom being the bartender. It, it was a, it was, it was that ultimately destiny. Yes. Yes. And then we shifted to a beach hut deli in Chico. <laughs> That shit was a, that was a dumpster fire. That was a hot dumpster fire of a mess. It was from management to oh, us getting wasted off of hawk shots, which like oh. hawk shots were, they, they had beer on tap and it's, it was it's eye this, of the hawk. Yeah. Eye of yeah. the hawk at a Mendocino. Holler at you, dude. That was some high proof alcohol and you did yeah. that job well. Um, but yes, yes, we would go take hawk shots. Oh yeah. And then we'd smoke, smoke weed in the walk-in. <laughs> and then when we were closing down, we'd be like, dance, we'd close the doors and have dance on the countertops. And have, yeah. like, this was, I'm pretty sure, sh- were we even 21? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, yes, we were because I didn't move to Chico until I was right before my 21st birthday. So Okay. No, no, I was already 21 because I remember my 21st birthday. I was still with Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. That was, oh, and then that I was... broke up with it. I broke up with it because I was like, if I go to Chico, like I'm definitely cheating on you. So, uh, we need to break so, up. <laughs> that was, you know, I'm so glad that you could be transparent in that situation just to let him know that like 
things are about to get hot and steamy in Chico and he wasn't invited <laughs> to the party. I was like, dude, I'm going to break your heart. He's like, you're breaking my heart. And I was like, I'm going to break your heart in Chico even worse. So I'm just preventing this. And he dude. was like, no. <laughs> that poor, that poor guy, you know what? Actually he was like pretty funny. He was chill. I actually, yeah, like, he was, he was a good dude to like hang out with, but yeah, you just were like, he wasn't going to leave was. Los Gatos and you were just like, I'm out of here, man. Like, this is my opportunity and I'm going to like drink all the drinks and slay all the dicks. And that's what we're going to do. We were here to yeah. wreck shop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the first night that I hooked up with him, I was on the couch in Tyler, that guy Tyler's, uh, what was his, la- I don't remember. We're not doing last names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spare, last spare, names. Them. spare them. Spare them. <laughs> And either, I don't know if it was me or him, but one of us wet the bed or the couch, I guess. Oh, <laughs> he wet the and bed like, in your Honda outside of my parents' house. Oh. <laughs> he peed the back seat of my car in your car. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Well, you two were that, just two peas in a pod, literally. Yeah. We were meant to be at the time. I mean, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, we worked at Beach Hut. Yeah, that was a shit show. Um, but man, we had good times in, in Chico. I mean, the stories are endless. Do you have oh any my. favorites? Like- so I wrote a list for sure. Okay. Because there was just, and I'll just like read the list and you pick a story. So I broke it up okay. into two sections. Pre-living in Chico okay. and then during living in Chico. So my pre-living in Chico is Cannonball Run. Going to like okay. when Katrina lived at the zoo, Delta Kai and Ari and Ari introducing us into that like life. And then yeah. the long rides up in the Jimmy going through Yuba City and all that stuff. And then my during is I'm gonna start with number one, the Mr. Fab concert on campus. <laughs> oh yeah. Um hol- the Halloween that we shared when we would slam the flasks of Smirnoff and chase them oh. with the uh guava rock stars dude oh yeah i've never been more impressed with my low budge taste now that i <laughs> you know think that i can afford the most expensive but you know what we really were desperate times called for desperate measures and we were getting yeah. it um yeah we made it work talk about making it work <laughs> dude we could go okay and then jesse pony my mom my, my mom gave me 75 dollars every two weeks and i made that shit <laughs> ride out <laughs> like um, i made it, it work so a yeah. little bit about chico chico is a college town if you've never if, if you live do not live in california you did not go to school in california you do not know where chico is because it is a dot on a map somewhere yeah. In deep Northern California. Um, Some may call a, it an abyss. Yes, it is. It is, but it is like what, what I can imagine like a college experience really being like, it's a beautiful campus. It's an all brick, beautiful. It looks kind of like an East Coast school, but it's in the middle of nowhere and college kids run the town. Run. Yeah. Run There's fracks. Yep. I mean, the downtown area is full of exactly what you think. Plastic furniture on the lawn, red yep. solo cups, tapped beer kegs, empty bottles yeah. of pop-off, just broken yeah. dreams and STDs running rampant <laughs> through that place. 
That is what that town is. And it is a godsend. And it is everything you'd hope for. It's Sodom and Gomorrah. It is everything in college that you wish you could have in one place. And if you make it out alive with your dignity, God bless you. It's better than a degree. Like it Which is- I think we I think we only did by the skin of our teeth because we were transfers. Yeah, like that was the only reason we did. The only reason we made it out alive is because we knew that there was a bigger part of this world somewhere outside of there. But you know what? I give a lot of props to a lot of my friends who still live there, who have made lives for themselves that have sort of left the industry, but have made a life, a healthy lifestyle of living up there, and like that you know that still love it, and it's it's a cool town, and I still like to go up there and visit and just like act like an idiot. Because it's fun. Yeah. Um, and it's socially acceptable up there to act like a fool. So I like it. Uh, I will ride Chico forever because I have a lot of great memories there. But pick yeah. one of those stories. I mean, the Mr. Fab concert was pretty. I think the Mr. Fab. Like, the Mr. Fab and maybe Cannonball Run because you mentioned Pop-Pop. So, so mean, <laughs> it, it goes hand in hand. All right. You, <laughs> you pick which one you want to talk about because I can give you, I mean, my perspective of the Mr. Fab and then my perspective of Cannonball Run. So you pick one and I'll do the other one. Side note, my li- my tits are literally out right now. It's so hot in this room. That I'm <laughs> like, yesterday was no bra see, day. Today. See, my, my posts to you, my yearbook posts to you are still holding strong. You let them, you let them fly, yeah. girl. Yeah. Um, okay. So Mr. Fab concert, we're like, oh my God, Mr. Fab's coming to town. Mr. Fab and is a Bay Area rapper, by the way. Yes. Yes. And we were all about it. And he played at the auditorium at Chico State. Um, and we got little like matching velour jumpsuits, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and like bright colors and like plastic. Right. Shoes. Yeah. Mine was like teal and I had yeah. it was like matching shorts and a jacket. And then I wore like adidas socks with like <laughs> like knee high socks like knee high socks yeah mm-hmm. um and then uh yeah so it was me carly and Alyssa, right yeah Alyssa. yeah i hope you listen to this because she was really yeah. living her best life at this concert <laughs> side note let's just side note to our friend Alyssa. she rocked a fake id named jesse pony for a good two years without being caught because <laughs> she looked exactly like this chick. And come to find out, like, a week before she turned 21, we went to the bar that we went to every single day almost. And she gives her Jesse Pony ID to the bouncer, and he's like, nah, that ain't you. And she's like, yeah, it is. What the hell? Blah, blah. I come here every day. And he's like, and it was a new bouncer. And he was like, nope, that's not you. It's my ex-girlfriend. And we were like, okay, we're gonna turn around. And she had, and she come to find out had some of the bouncers in one of her classes. At she, I mean, because yeah. if you work, if you go to the school and you work, like it's really easy. Like there's, the town is so small. There's only so many people. But it was yeah. So, priceless. but it was, but she made it a long time. And then, oh my god, then I one time when I worked at Beach Hut, I rang up Jesse Pony because she gave me her credit card, and I almost like spit my drink out because I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You almost spit your hot shot out. Yeah, in the flesh. Yeah, my hot shot out. In the flesh. Like, it was wild. But anyway, so she's a legend of Chico, uh, but she's in France now, so we miss her. But anyway, so uh, the Mr. Fab concert, 
we're like super stoked for it. We drink a lot before we get there, we make our way to the front and he comes out and he's doing his thing. We're getting down. And then this is like the girl. Bay, but this is like in the midst of the Bay. Like this is like the Bay area movement like, of like up. rap I feel like, where you are yeah. getting hyphy. You are going dumb, like all of yeah. these things. And naturally, yeah. Um, if ghost, you ride, know, ghost ride the whip, like, by the way, see you show you grill. If you don't like, know who yeah. I am, I am white as white as can be. And Alexis <laughs> and Alyssa, we are white and we are just getting it in this place. And we yeah. look like a bunch of goons. Probably. We yeah. looked probably totally ridiculous out of our private, yeah. High, yeah. private school life into nonetheless, getting it down. Yeah. Nonetheless, Mr. Fab catches <clears throat> little Carly's eye. And is like, girl, come on stage. And we were like, what? Oh my God, Mr. Fab. Carly was getting it hard on the stage. <laughs> hard. She was like, oh, you bring me on stage, I'm putting on a show for you. Oh. She was getting down. All of that got a good show. Like, if only we had fucking uh, um, smartphones back no. then. Nope. Oh nope. my God. No. This is <laughs> Carly's glad we did it. <laughs> No, this is all no. This is all a no for me. <laughs> this is why I got away with so much when I was younger is because, like, there was no did not social have media. Yeah. It is no I, social media. Well, kind of social media, but not, not as much. Not today. to the documentation that we have now. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank God. Oh. But, yeah, I definitely went up on stage, and he put my name in his flow, in his rap. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think I could, and you know, I've always said this in like another life, I would have loved to have been a video vixen. Like I oh, have, yeah. like, I would have loved, I mean, I could throw down in a WAP video, like nobody's business. Like, somebody <laughs> just gave me an opportunity. Just let me, let me ride. Give me an eight count and let me ride. <laughs> seriously i would die i, would I mean die. i don't know like, if, i don't know if video vixens go off an eight count but in my mind it's an eight count it's like a five six seven eight like yeah hip, side to side down thrust <laughs> side to side thrust yeah. blowjob yeah. movement cool <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god um, um, I think my dance, my dance moves that night, just like, it just like came out of me, like so naturally. I felt so alive. I've never felt so alive in my entire life, but that was like a hot joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, speaking of dance moves, uh, this, this was not on your list, which I'm surprised was not on your list, but I, wait, can we just talk about LaSalle's like eighties nights, like on well, the stage with Jerome? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so weird. It's, you know, I have like a, a love hate for 80s night because 80s night for us for a long time was us going to 80s night yeah. at this bar at LaSalle dressing up. and yeah. dressing up and going. I later in my time of living at Chico started to work at LaSalle's as a bartender. And I will tell you, 80s night will be the bane of my existence forever. I could pour yeah. three twenty-five dollar uh, double vodka Rockstar like nobody's. I would pour those just you know. I was hustling for quarters. So then eighties night became the bane of my existence. But eighties night pre working, it was like it was amazing because we were born in the eighties, but we had absolutely no concept of eighties music. But 
that going to that bar and getting dressed up in just absurd clothing. We snuck Kate in, my sister, who is four years younger than me. Kate came and visited us. Kate came and visited us and we snuck her into this house. And (laughs) with your mother. Your oh, that's when right. I dragged my mom. Your mom came. Oh, my God. And my sister, who probably at the time, I think we, I was barely 21, so which would make Kate, which my math, my sweet math skill, she was four years younger than me. You do that yourself because um, I don't know. She was young. And like she came. Eight, 17, 18, yeah. Oh, maybe we were. Oh, then maybe we oh. were a little bit older. Maybe we were mid-20s, but she was for sure not 21. Okay. You know, that was. We were slick. We thought we were so slick. Yeah, we did think we were so slick. But anyway, so frame of reference, yeah, LaSalle was this big club slash bar in Chico. Every Saturday night, they had an 80s night. And you could, like, this one, bless his heart, little special man, special needs man uh, named Jerome was the sweetest. But he would stand on stage with a fake microphone, like, boy band microphone the headset microphone headset microphone not on and just like sing and dance lip sing on the on the stage and all these drunk college girls would just die over him and it was like the best time of his life like i'm so glad like we could get on a high he was on a high for sure like he just like life was just like he loved being a part of it um, there was a few people like that that came in South. The other one was Rodney. He would do karaoke on Sundays. Oh, yeah. He was fully blind and had a seeing eye dog, and he would come every Sunday and sing karaoke. And you know what? And we would walk him up to stage. And, you know, yeah. that was just, like, people, like, living their lives and being, like, super happy on whatever level they could. Um, and that was, like, it. And I was, you know, happy to support that situation. Yeah. But I'm glad Mother that Teresa it's totally different now. Yeah, it's totally different. Gotta get in your M, get in your MT moment. Let's get in your MT moment. Oh god, my mother Teresa. I'm a saint. I'm a saint. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, let's backpedal a little bit because I think we like have to share the story of just a little bit about like our our grade school years, especially with Jackie. Oh, dude, Which we're Jackie really gonna Miller. we're really gonna bounce around. Sorry, people, we are really gonna be all over the place. Sorry, I I probably preface it with I have ADD and I can't stay on track. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so backtrack a little bit, and uh, the three amigos were basically uh, myself, Carly, and our friend Jackie, who we are still friends with, who will be on the podcast at some point. Um, we didn't want to have. We might do one together, all three of us, but I feel like separating it is a little bit more doable at first. Yeah. Um, so Jackie was like the ringleader and Carly and I were like her little minions if we like had minions back then. <laughs> like we were her bitch. Like we were yeah. like going to do anything and everything she asked us. Um, we just, like it like, wasn't a mean girl. It wasn't a mean girl situation because, but it was, you know, like I... I would say, like, you know, there, I, I think it is a part of life that there is, like, some level of bullying. Like, bullying light. It was all in yeah. good fun. None of us have therapy bills that we would, I no. would send them. Was if I, I did, I would send them her way. But yeah. 
Was I upset them. at the time and thought my life was over? Absolutely. But <laughs> my parents told me I would wake up every day and tell them I had a stomach ache. <laughs> I didn't want to go to school. So maybe Jackie, you may have some therapy bills coming your way. Girlfriend, I hope you got deep pockets, you know, <laughs> they're coming in hot. They're coming in because, you know, Alexis and I have a lot of, you know, past traumas because of you. Yeah. But like, but anyways, for real so, so one day we always played truth or dare always like, <laughs> or mash. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mash or truth or dare, which the pen 15 show is just like spot on. If you haven't watched it. I haven't watched um, it. Oh my God. You have to watch it. It's like spot on of, of our childhood. Um, but yeah, we would play truth or dare after school. And Jackie always, of course, like dare was like, was like, anytime you did a dare or she'd be like, just pick dare, just pick dare. You can like, only oh, pick, pick one dare. truth. You can only pick one you truth. Only, you can only pick one truth. And I'm like, I always, I, I, <laughs> I always went to truth. I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So from what I remember, like we're outside, it's like winter time. So at, at the play, out of the playground, there's like all these different puddles of from the rain, and I just I could see it in my head. We're all standing in a circle, and Jackie like crosses her arms, and she's like, "Carly, lick that puddle." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And Carly's like, "What? No, I'm not doing that." And she's like, "You pick there." I said, "Lick that puddle." And the only other option was is that she was gonna send us to like go hug a boy that totally found us like repulsive at the time. Like, yeah, it was or go, like, go tell so and so if you don't do that, go tell so and so that you like them. Like, or go give tell them a Steven, yeah. slap them on Steven the ass. Boo. Go tell Stephen Boo that you like him. Just <laughs> <laughs> with the last names. <laughs> I'm sorry, I doubt he's gonna listen. I doubt it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. and Carly got down on her knees. And I put <laughs> my tongue in that puddle. <laughs> First time, probably. <laughs> put your tongue in that puddle. Yep. And you I was know, like, oh, God. I'll survive really COVID because of that. I'll survive COVID because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. True. You're like, I got the antibodies. Don't worry. Yeah. Circa, I got 1990, <laughs> circa 1995. I'm done. Yeah. I'm Between there it. and, yeah, cleaning the cleaning the bar at LaSalle's, I'm pretty sure I'm COVID, you know, safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Seriously. no, Jack, I mean, and then on your end, on the weekends, Jackie would make you dress up in the most absurd outfits. You poor thing. You looked oh, like you yeah. had just survived the Holocaust. Funny, not funny. <laughs> Obviously the Holocaust is a serious subject, but Alexis was yeah. really thin when we were growing up. Very like, so thin, yeah. gangly, gangly, if you will. But she had just not grown into her feminine, like her body yet. And Jackie just totally exploited her and would make oh, her yeah. dress up in the most. You probably actually got the most of Jackie's brunt because I was like on the weekends, I always had softball tournaments. So you, mm -hmm. I actually think for sure have the worst trauma. Yeah, dude. Like she'd make me prank call Taco Bell. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And then she'd like make or me call and break up with oh break up God. with her boyfriends for her. I'm oh like, dude, you go give him the note. I'm not gonna give him the note. Like, you know what? Jackie was like a Jackie was an early time mob boss. Like that's what she was. <laughs> she was like, and we were just like her soldiers. 
Oh, seriously. Yeah. She was an early time mob boss and she was like, you're going to do my dirty work. (laughs) And we were like, okay. We're like, okay, just to be your friend. We just want to be your friend. Cool. We'll eat sugar cubes. All we we wanted was your friendship, Jackie. Why do we have to work so hard for it? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We've had to work very hard. Later on, we were in her wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Maid of honor right here. Clearly, I don't hold grudges. (laughs) <laughs> the good news is is bullying can really come full circle because we actually have all the dirt on jackie which is quite perfect so yeah it's it totally. really comes it, it all comes full circle and we love love and adore her and i wish she was closer to me all the time um but that's so yeah funny. totally me too we were like that way oh, oh my god so uh what's oh my god okay for those of you that was that follow heather mcmahon on Instagram. If you don't it's do yourself not a favor. Like, if you don't do yourself a favor, her stories are my life. I, I can't believe I haven't followed followed her until Carly told me to in the end of August. So I'm fairly new. But I'm like, I feel like I'm watching Carly and the same person like all the time. If Carly would if you would just be more present on your stories about how you really feel about things in life <laughs> and your day to day day-to-day interactions you would be heather mcmahon i you know um with the exception of this podcast because basically mentally i'm pretending to myself that this is not being recorded i have like a fear (laughs) of being recorded which is probably perfect because i really did get all of my like wild antics out of the way prior to real social media i do i have a hard time posting And not, and being continuously being candid because I think most of America could care less about my thoughts, my opinions. (laughs) Like, I'm so glad that like I can, you know, I'm lucky to be sort of funny to a certain extent, but it's mostly in self-deprecation and the fact that I'm just, I'm very aware of what I bring to the table in terms of just being a general life asshole. So, uh, (laughs) so um, I just... Like I, I can't, I, I, I get nervous. I get nervous and I get totally clammy and I get totally awkward and I just like can't do it. But Heather McMahon, I hope one day that I can like be your assistant. I would just, you know, crawl into your body and be one with you because I think that she's just like, she's incredibly <laughs> relatable. She's incredibly yes. relatable because she's like, when like, she talks about, yeah. when she talked about her, when she talks about her studying abroad, Oh my God. Like in Croatia. (laughs) No, she studied abroad in Italy and didn't date one Italian guy. She like made out with a Croatian, but honestly, she's incredibly funny. Yeah. She's like real life funny and incredibly entertaining to watch. And, um, from a thick necked bitch like her, she says her thing is thick neck, thin ankles. (laughs) I ain't got thin ankles, but I got a thick neck. And I'm here for you, and I would, yeah. She's she's super cool, and if you do not follow her, um, she is a ray of light amongst, like, this, sh- you know, hot mess of a world right now. So she's great. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, That's funny. Totally. I would like to think, that if I emulate her in any way, I will take any compliment because she's funny as fuck, so. So, yeah, she's just, she's just so good. Like, I just, 
like it's so I think the thing I like the best about it is that it's so relatable and she's so honest and she just has like the same like demeanor like as you as far as like the the articulation of like how you feel I guess about things. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> very clear and we have a very clear opinion about how we feel about certain things in life and um it is incredibly relatable she's also from the south which I have like a weird kindred kind of preppy upbringing that I can kind of relate to in that sense. So it's, it's, it's very, yeah, I feel very connected to her in some weird way. Yeah. But yeah, she is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) So cool. Um, so what else, what, let's, let's talk about like some of our favorite shows that we watched the same. Um, what have been like your favorite, like, uh, guilty pleasures? My guilty pleasures. I'm like the, I'm actually probably one of the worst people to talk about television with because I like TV with no depth. Like I like TV. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. You, we are shallow people. Um, we, (laughs) we just don't like to think all the time. We don't like to think all the time. I would consider myself relatively shallow. I'm not really super deep. Um, but I like TV. I mean, I like the trashy shit. Like I obviously, I just started watching from season one, Real Housewives of Potomac because oh I've, heard that, this, I've this heard that this season is like wild and crazy. And I watched like the first season and a half. Yeah. It's and kind of boring. For some reason I dropped off. I, for some reason dropped off, um, you know, with my business, <laughs> my super busy social life. Um, <laughs> but I I like have just started since I'm unemployed. I have been extra binge watching the Potomac and um, I like, I'm here for it. I love shady people. I like watching shady people on TV because I think there are a lot of shady people out there, but I like it when people talk shit, like good shit talking television really gets my dick hard. Like that's, (laughs) I like I like that kind of TV. Um, or like when they get physical, I'm like, you are a mother, you are a wife, like, and you like, well, yeah, can the physical shit off. Like, what? Well, my thing is, is like, I like the non-physical stuff because I think a verbal altercation for me is like, oh yeah, well, it's way better. It's a high, for me. For me, it's a high because verbally assaulting somebody really like my heart flutters because if you really give somebody a good read on their personality yeah, per se like, and, and who like, they are and what you bring to the table, like a good assessment, a just like you. Yeah. I like yeah, that. And then like dropping the mic, just like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I know um, this season of Potomac is crazy. I used to like, if you guys watch, uh, I love, used to love Monique basically because she's like the prettiest, which is like the shallow part of me. Um, (laughs) See, (laughs) see, (laughs) I am shit. Um, So she is like, I was like, Oh my God, she's so pretty. I'm obsessed with her kids. They're so cute. But she is like evil this season. Like she, like, she's just starting in the season that I'm in right now. She grabbed Candace's hair and she's like, I don't feel any remorse. And it's like, what the fuck? 
Like, okay. I mean, I'd rather you be like that. I'd rather you be like, absolutely. Like, eh, I feel no remorse. I did that shit on national television <laughs> for yeah. all of the country to see. You know, if you're going to like act a fool on TV, you better double Own down. It. Like, yeah. you know, it. like that, like, like Denise, let's take it to the Real Housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah. Denise, you for sure got down on Brandy on some level. Yes. For sure. Yes. And you know 100%. what? 100%. Did you, you see her face you, when she was like, no. I'm like, like if, you if someone doesn't know what a lying face looks like, that's what it looks like. Like, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am not buying it. But you know what? Brandy also has always... The thing about Brandy is she doesn't have a lot of credibility. Um, So she looks... She's always well, looked she extra looks thirsty. She looks thirsty and scary. <laughs> yeah, she's thirsty for some more fillers, but she probably should lay off. But um, yeah. she unfortunately just doesn't have a leg to stand on. But she is. She really kind of brought along the storyline this year. Otherwise, like it would have been pretty boring. But they did drag it mm-hmm. for some time. But it was it was some good some good shit. I mean, I would like sell every one of my limbs to look and be Erica Jane. Like she, if (laughs) if I could be one human being, I would fucking die to have a gaggle of gay men just dripping on me being like, yes, bitch, wear that. God, your hair is fabulous. Let me give you a full fucking beat. Mikey Minden. I'm here for it all day. Like pussycat dolls. Come for me. Give me all your. Yeah. I want your choreography. Like, I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I'll pack the, whatever. And just yeah. like all I'm, of her, like, her, like, characters and like costumes. <laughs> like, I, I, like when they were, when they went to, was it Japan or China or something like that? And she, like, she brings it. She brings she it. She brings it. Yeah. She could have her own spinoff show if, for whatever reason, if they, and it would just be her in her getting ready room all day long talking shit and getting you know getting her makeup and hair done for nine hours a day and i would drool and record that shit all day long yeah um exactly i i'm a big fan of hers um i like i know people like hate on hate on kyle so much but oh i'm i'm ride or die kyle like see okay the watch with crappens guys they hate kyle and I'm like, why do yeah. you guys, they think she's an instigator and everything. And I'm like. And she may be, but that's the part of cares? the TV. Yeah. Who cares? That's part of TV. I mean, I oh, know, you know what? Actually, serious, but. You know what's really good is Kate and I started watching on YouTube. We started watching the recaps of um, Whitney Port and her husband. And they recap the city. Oh. And that. <gasps> really? Is, and, Oh my God, it's on YouTube. It's actually totally worth a watch. Her husband, what they met on on set, he was a producer. Oh, I didn't know and that. And his, his name is Timmy and he, they are so funny. He's kind of like, like a Bo Clark adjacent, just to bring it back to another reality star. Yeah. He's like a Bo Clark adjacent, kind of goofy, silly, more like behind the camera kind of guy. But he is hysterical and Whitney Port is like she talks about her outfits and how ridiculous she was Kate got me <laughs> on that one my sister and it was it's we've watched like we watched like four episodes because they're like only 30 minutes 
Yeah. And they're so, her and her husband are so funny. Like, and they talk about like Olivia Palermo and Kelly Catrone. Oh my God. Those were the original like reality shows. Oh my God. It's so funny. She's looking weathered these days. Kelly Catrone. I saw her like on some show in like in the background and I was like, woo. Oh my God. Her skin just hangs from her bones. She just looks like she's like, can I, I just want to help you. Like you're you're rich as fuck. <laughs> Why does your skin look like that? Like you can do anything. It's yeah. No, she look yeah. That should be hanging low, but sh- poor thing. Bless her heart. Um, uh, we might not have yeah, as much. Are... We might not have as much money, but our skin gonna be look looking fly. We not gonna look thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the amount of money I spend, the amount of money I spend on product and soaking that into my skin, I'm just gonna you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Let's talk Hopefully about Hopefully I found your... the fountain of youth. Yeah. What are your, some of your favorite, like, beauty, like, hot go-to? How was all that Sunday Riley stuff that you were, that you got? Oh, that shit's good. Yeah. Um, that shit is, uh, that oil, you need, like, if, if that thing is going to last, like, I mean, I don't know what the expiration date is, whatever. Well, that they're usually, last, like, like five a year, years. year and a half. Like, yeah, so year. Yeah. Dude, that thing's gonna last like five years because it. But only, it's an only oil like too, four, so yeah. it's an, not an active it's, ingredient. Any active ingredient, so it should be fine. Um, you only need four drops, and yours. You look like a glazed donut at the end of the <laughs> night before you go to bed. I mean, you. It is like your like. It's glazed amazing because like the, a glazed maple. Yeah, uh, I look like a maple bar when I go to dinner. At Ruby, <laughs> dinner when I go to dinner. When I go to bed, I hope you don't go to dinner. Is... Like... <laughs> You're like, can I get a... when I go to bed. When I go to bed, I look like a yeah. You're like, can I get a hot chocolate to dip my donut face in? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I look like. Um, oh I gosh. have tried. I so we are going on thirty five. Luckily, like. I am part Greek. Um, I got really fortunate with my skin. Yeah, Carly has very, part. yeah, very beautiful skin. Uh, luckily, I mean, and my grandmother at a young age, she was like loyal to like Lancome. And she, mm-hmm. I mean, which is old school, like Lancome and Clinique. And she would lather her skin day in and day out. She is 93 years old. And she still, like, her skin still looks great. I swear to God, the key is, like, whatever, what I've said for years is, like, as we get older, it's hydration. Because that's what, Mm. that like, we lose that as we age and then our cellular turnover slows down. So there's not new cells coming to the surface that needs that hydration. So if you lather your skin in and have good hydration, you will be good. Like, yeah. You know, and not just like with topical, but like obviously internal and also like yeah. hyaluronic acids for to actually lock the moisture in. But yeah, that mm-hmm. is that is honestly one of the keys to anti-aging, I think. Um, I probably do not drink enough water, but I probably overcompensate in my skincare routine. Um <laughs> You're like my face to the max. Like, my face drinks a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my face really drinks it up. But I'm, I mean, you say I'm naturally dry, but I like, I mean, I guess it depends on the season. During the summer, I typically run pretty oily, but um, yeah, I, I really change. have, 
Yeah. Um, I wash my face in the morning now because of you, because you told me that Ariana Grande washes her face three times a day. I can't do it that much, but I for no. sure can do it twice a day. No. Ariana, I, I wash my face chill. in the morning. <laughs> wash my face in the morning and she needs at take night. Her pony, she, needs to she needs to take her ponytail down a bit some, from time to time. <laughs> pull, Let it loose. Pulling it a, a little tight. Um, yeah. But I for sure, for sure, like, have, like, a pretty solid skincare routine. I'm also, as we know, like, a sucker for some product. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a product whore. I... I mean, I have your pro. I have the DermaQuest product. I have Sunday Riley. I have the Estee Lauder ANR. Like, if you are an influencer or somebody with absolutely no credibility and no fucking degree behind your name, chances are I've bought your product because <laughs> I have nothing better to do except plug this place full of product <laughs> and. Um, that's yeah i probably bought it like yeah, yeah i've popped i mean i've bought the stuff that the influencers do i've bought your i mean i bought you know what, you just know searching what my, for the fountain of youth my latest uh uh purchase mishap was i i'm like if i see sheena in san diego i'm gonna fucking come up to her and be like your little toothpick electronic toothpick that you advertised on your story ain't worth <laughs> shit that that thing sucks like, uh, yeah. I know you probably yeah. got, I know you just had to like put it on your story, but I got sucked in I know. at like midnight one <laughs> night and <laughs> it was seven. Your promo video really got to me. I'm going to yeah. need you to knock that shit off. Yeah. Like it's um, not cool. I, I have not bought anything like from any reality oh just kidding um i will happily <laughs> plug good american jeans from chloe kardashian because she knows really? what it's like to be a thick bitch yeah those things actually for sure for sure i will happily hang on to those jeans for sure like i'm here for those um i have bought those um, I would totally get down with a Kim Kardashian skims yeah. bathrobe if she sent me one because if I, yeah, if but I, I would never, house, I'm like, never, I would never, we would have to reevaluate our friendship. If I had, if I saw some Kylie skin on your counter. Oh no, 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 no. I no, did yeah. get one of those in my boxy. I got one of those in my boxy charm and I hocked that shit to my cousin Marie. I said, here you go. <laughs> This is for you. This yeah. is for you and your 19-year-old skin that doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you, that's all you, girl. Like, that's yeah. not... Uh, no, I would not have Kylie skin. I do not have any Kylie product. Um, no, me neither. No lip kit. I do... No that's, nothing. Uh, I do not have a lip kit. I do... Yeah, Good American would be the only thing I've contributed in the Kardashian world. That's um, good. I but she, she kind of gets it. I bought a hair cap from Poosh. Oh, from Poosh. Yeah. From the, Poosh. Yeah. Oh, like. I mean, the last thing they need is like, my money. I um, know. And I'm sorry, but doesn't Poosh make you think of a fart? Like, I feel like that's what a fart sounds like. Like, Poosh. Poo. Like, I don't, I know. don't know. It's just weird. Like, why would you name your I company that? Yeah. Um, I don't. I definitely wouldn't have thought of it as, like, my first. I mean, but what I have absolutely no degree in marketing or anything. So I would. Whatever, I'm sure somebody who is much smarter that makes a lot more money than I do probably gave her that idea. She was like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're giving her a lot more octave than she would be. She was like, okay. 
Like she's, you know, she doesn't say she has absolutely no personality. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So I think we need to, um, close it up with what you wanted to read my, uh, the entry. Uh, let's, let's, let's finish it. How we started it with a yearbook entry. Okay. So this is, um, our eighth grade yearbook. We are getting ready to leave our life at St. Lucie's, which was, you know, a very small class. We are getting ready to, go to high school. And again, Alexis went to Midi and I went to the a private all or the Catholic all girls high school because um, it was advised by our junior high teacher that Carly had a little bit of a boy problem. So stuffing her in an all girls school was the best way to go. Yes. Common misconception. You push them too far one way, they're coming out swinging the opposite. So <laughs> yeah. let's preface Alexis, this is Alexis writing in my yearbook, eighth grade. We are about to graduate and, you know. So, hey, easy Carly. <laughs> Déjame estúpida y fácil. That is how you start off my message, by the way. What does that mean? Listen to me, stupid? Uh, yeah, and e you are stupid and easy. Fácil. <laughs> oh, my fácil? God. Yeah, God, you know, oh my nothing God. but bringing me up and full of confidence over here. <laughs> I thought it would be the first to su to signature you. Oh, I thought it'd be the first signature you see when you open your book. Well, this year has been full, filled with drama and a whole lot of it. We are 95008 instead of 90210. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because we actually really wanted to be on 90210. Yeah. Well, I think that you're one of the people I will miss the most. Your ditziness, your laugh, and your miss thing attitude, I will think will be what I miss the most. You are probably the best person I've ever known. You have taught me to be mature and be a good friend, and I'm going to miss you so much. It's not fair to you because you know you belong at Midi. Duh. I also really wanted to go to Midi. Anyways, as yeah. I digress, because press <laughs> sucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> we need to absolutely hook up this summer and do something. Great America shopping, something. I am not going to lose a, let us lose our friendship over some dumb graduation. I hope you have fun at Prez and good luck with whatever you do, guys. Whatever you do, guys, and especially life. Before you do anything stupid and something you'll regret, think about what a great person you and all the people that love you. You have a you have good morals, and I don't want you to ruin them like you did with Jimmy. Learn from your mistakes and grow. You are smart, beautiful, and believe me, you can show your stuff. Peace out. Love always and forever, Alexis Harris. P.S. I will keep you updated on your BF Pat, and you keep me updated on Jordan. Okay, love you, bye. Oh, my God. You know... If there is not a metaphor for mine and Alexis's relationship, it is that she will really chop you down and then bring you right back up to, you know, where you make sure that you feel the love that she has for you. But she's going to keep it real, and she's going to tell you that in junior high, you were a dirty whore. Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, I, like, I which, have reason for calling you easy, <laughs> easy, and whatever, dirty. 
Also, side note, um, I will not say his last name. He is Pat is married to our very good friend, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. I had a thing for your husband in eighth grade, apparently, that I had no idea about. So, girl, I was coming for your man. And yeah. bless his heart. He is a solid, solid guy. He is a doll. He is married to our girl, Courtney. They have two beautiful children. Um, but, Pat, you were the thing in, high, er, he in was. eighth grade. He was. He was I mean, so... He was cute. I, all, now I, I feel like about we all it. took turns liking him. Like, okay, you can like him for two weeks, and then I can like him for two weeks. And then good you for like you, for Courtney. Weeks. Way yeah. to lock that down early. She <laughs> saw a good thing with saw a good thing early. <laughs> Jumped right on yeah. it. Good yeah. for you. Good for you, girl. You know, you really got you. You won that battle. You won it. So yes. <laughs> oh my god so funny well thanks so, so much for yes. for chatting with me i feel like we could talk for hours and keep going but i think uh the follow-up episodes definitely gonna have to be with me you and jackie that's for yes sure. um yeah because that's gonna be um but any bad. final words i always end with final words words of advice life lessons anything you want to put out there uh um, life lessons, uh, don't put anything in documentation or in binary code. Always say your shit, feel your shit, say what you mean, mean what you say. And it ain't bad. Nice. Life ain't that bad. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. This one was a little bit more raw, but I mean, that's who we are. <laughs> Bold move having me come on early. And also you should probably PSA everybody. Yeah, really hide your kids um, far, far away from this podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is this is PG thirteen, not quite R. Well, maybe, but uh, mm. but in the middle, somewhere in the mid <laughs> in the midsies of that. Yeah, keep the volume down. All yeah. right, all right. Love you. Love you. Have a good one. <laughs>